Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. There, I did it. <laughs> we should just make like a Spooky Hour album. Oh my god. <laughs> just all of the themes that Holly sings. <laughs> boots and cats and boots and cats. You know, that's actually a really good idea. I know. I actually, I fuck heavy with that. <laughs> Guys, it'll be out for Christmas. <laughs> get it for your parents. It'll be great. It's it's great because each song is only like nine seconds, so we could definitely get it done by Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, hi, friends. We're back. Yeah, it's us from outer space. <laughs> Literally, I've been so out of it this week. I don't know where I am. I don't know what day it is. It's I mean, it must be Friday because I'm talking to you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I want to start by saying thanks to everybody who tagged us in their Spotify wrapped thingy. Yeah, that was we so had cool. so many. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting many. So that was really cool. Thank you. It's we... nice to know that like you guys like us. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm lame and I have Apple Podcasts so, or Apple Podcasts, Apple Music. So like I kind of want to cancel it just so I can have my wrapped. That's like the only reason why I get Do Spotify. It do it i told riley to do the same because she's apple music too apparently apple music has like some sort of thing but you have to like connect it with my computer like i tried to look it up and my last one was like 2017 because apparently i haven't merged my music (laughs) would it have changed much since then though probably not (laughs) i literally don't know why i get so excited every year because my top never changes like it's still it's always follow up boy and taylor swift pierce the veil and mcr who was your that's it uh, it was Taylor Swift, and then it was Pierce oh Paramore. Paramore. Paramore oh, was Paramore. on there, right? Yeah, I I have not grown up at all. The worst part is the like, so you have like your top five, but then they give you like a 2021 playlist, mm-hmm. and it's like I want to say it's like maybe 50 songs that you like listen to the most kind of thing, and it's like really I listened to Hello Goodbye that much that it made it onto <laughs> this. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like really, from first to last, like. <laughs> I mean, one of them you know that you know um matt kudishal the the uh his fucking song was on my really (laughs) oh ashley oh my god (laughs) i told carl it was gonna be on there too because like i listened to it's a good song i know it's supposed to be a joke but like it's a ditty you're like i just like it i mean at least you didn't have like driver's license on it so did you actually holly I did. It was my number six song. Oh my god, if you guys had driver's license on your Spotify, <laughs> I'm, like, embarrassed for you. It's a beautiful song! It's... N- okay. I, I don't... I didn't like the album as a whole, if that makes you feel any better. Uh, but I... Yeah, it was number six. It literally almost made it to my top five. I'm just gonna Adele it and be like, I don't make songs for the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was another embarrassment. Actually, I think there was, like, three Olivia R- Rodrigo songs in the entire god i hate myself <laughs> i feel like mine would literally just be like Haley williams and fleetwood mac and the beatles and that's it it would it all, would. and then probably like christmas music and like baby shark <laughs> yeah that christmas baby shark for sure oh my god that's so funny but yeah uh that was all just to say thank you guys yeah we're a mess <laughs> uh i mean that's why they like us i guess right it's true i went on fun fact i went to the grocery store and bought all like the little like christmas chocolates you can buy and Stuart's like, why the fuck are you buying all these? I'm like, because they're going in our candy dishes. And he's like, this is the reason why you're buying them is to put them in candy dishes when you don't even have anybody over. And I was like, yeah. 
and then Don't. you eat them one by one yeah and guess who like probably, six a day guess who's already eaten most of them Stuart. i'm gonna get Stuart. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome stew <laughs> what ones did you get what is what is like a christmas chocolate the um, turtles no there's like these reese's pieces that came out and they look like little holiday bells and then oh, cute. hershey's kisses came out with like a candy cane and like a sugar cookie one. Oh, fun yeah i didn't Just see chocolate. any of those the only thing that my store has is like a giant tower of turtles <laughs> so good though i love turtles <gasps> me too they're the best um i guess we'll just get into it yeah Ask murder yeah yeah, <laughs> we'll <get into> it, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> i'm tired okay so uh this episode's for stewart specifically even though he doesn't listen Ew, to the why? podcast Ew, um, why? <laughs> ew, ew, why? why? <laughs> she says about the man she lives and procreates with. Yeah, <laughs> ew. <laughs> um, so I've been meaning to cover this case for a while, but I only have like half a brain cell left, so I literally forgot about it until Stuart <gasps> brought it up at work the other day. Oh my god! Um, oh, whoa, are we gonna mention how we know this person? We should. We We're can. Gonna, we'll get into it. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you get into it. We'll Danielle into already it. knows. Um, so I'm not going to say who it is yet because there's like a whole story behind it. But Danielle knows. Um, so yes, Stuart brought this up last week at work. So thanks, Stuart, for doing my job for me. Um, this case took place like really close to where we live slash grew up in, uh, in good old Oshawa, Ontario, which is affectionately nicknamed the Dirty Schwa. To Fun locals. fact, we are not from Oshawa. So. We are not from Oshawa. No. We would like to make that very, very clear. We have some people from Oshawa who listen. I feel like we're going to get hate mail. That's fine. But they probably what? moved there because it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, we a lot of them moved like... to Oshawa, but the only reason why we didn't is because I refused. I was like, I'm not because in Oshawa. Because it's the dirty schwa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like a... It's like if downtown Toronto was condensed into one small town, that's Oshawa. Yeah. I, that's yeah, not a compliment, by the yeah. way. It's not a compliment. No. It sounds like a compliment. It's not. Um, <laughs> we love Oshawa, though. I went to school there, so... Did you? Uh, oh, yeah, did... my college. Oh, awkward. So did I. <laughs> Oh, shit, you did? <laughs> uh, I also so, yeah. went to Toronto, so, I mean... Yeah, you went to a couple, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I'm a, a, a school hopper, we'll say that. I mean, I switched programs and dropped out and did a whole bunch of... It took me, like, six years to do a three-year program. I still Whatever. don't know what I want to do. That's life, man. <laughs> me either. I, I studied the music industry, and I work in fucking sales, so... <laughs> Think of the labels! <laughs> the labels! Um, <laughs> no one's going to get that joke. No one. Uh, so I guess we'll just get into it. Um, on August 19th, 2017, 18-year-old Rory Hash was reported missing, having last been seen that afternoon at a local outreach center for youth in need located in the heart of downtown Oshawa. Uh, Rory had a somewhat normal childhood until she was about 13 years old when she started acting out uh, like against her parents. Like she she started getting uh what's the word like riley um like riley like that's the word <laughs> that's the word um no one else would get that joke that's fine um so prior to this she was a happy loving girl who was actively involved in the army cadets i'm not saying the cadets causes children to act out but i'm not not, not saying, saying that mm -hmm. i know a lot of people who were in the cadets who had a phase similar to rory's that's all i'm saying okay um, i don't know anyone from the cadets so i wouldn't know i know quite a few people and i think a lot of it's because they're so strict like it's like if you have a hair out of place it's like do 100 push-ups so Don't i think that yourself. yeah can you imagine them trying to sell like trying that on us even when no. i was 13 i'd be like suck my ass like it's not happening <laughs> uh so a lot of a lot of people involved in the cadets tend to 
have like a rebellious stage because they've been so controlled for so long. What was our um, excuse? It's not just a phase, mom. I'm gonna go ahead and blame my dad. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say my chemical romance I was like saying. Oh, that's you. No, I'm a lot like my dad, and my dad didn't give a shit about anything either. So. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> um. So as she headed into her teenage years, her problems became worse. She started mingling with the wrong crowd and was introduced to crystal meth at an alarmingly young age. Uh, I think the article said it was like her first year of high school. She tried meth. Uh, I just... What? Yeah, I just didn't go to school and like kids are out there doing meth in high school. So, wow. Um, And um, that sums up Oshawa. Literally, yeah. (laughs) In a nutshell. Uh, So meth is incredibly addictive, as we all know, and Rory fell prey to it fairly quickly. Uh, Her mother had no idea how to help her daughter, and the situation just started like spiraling out of control. Uh, In one act of desperation, her mom called CPS on herself in an attempt to get her daughter placed somewhere that could help her. I'm Uh, down with CPS. uh, Child Protective Services. Okay. I thought so, so she, but, like, you never know. <laughs> yeah. She, like, called them on herself, being like, I can't control her anymore. She's doing drugs. I don't know what to do. Take her away. I'm not safe for her, basically. That's, Which like, is, like, like, desperation right there. Yeah. Really it must have been so hard for her to do. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Um, so it nothing came of that. But as she entered her late teens, Rory kind of started to turn her life around on her own. Her. Uh, she enrolled back into high school, found a steady job, and even managed to get her own apartment, which is like a real big deal in Ontario. Nobody gets their own apartment in no. Ontario. Um, so good for her. Uh, three months before her disappearance, Rory found out she was pregnant and in the very early stages of her first trimester. Um Her family reported her disappearance to local police and organized a search party of their own. They turned to social media and the case started buzzing online. And like, I remember this. I remember seeing it everywhere. Like missing girl from Oshawa, missing girl from Oshawa. And if I'm, if I remember correctly, my younger sister had people who like knew her and Mm -hmm. were sharing things. Um, Oh, I lost my spot. Oh, unfortunately, their search was not a very long one. On September 11th, 2017, a man was fishing off of the pier in South Oshawa when he found a body in the water. Uh, graphic warning here. Uh, a closer look would reveal that it was just the a torso of a woman. Uh, the injuries were grisly. Besides the obvious dismemberment, it looked like she had endured torture. Um, on November 9th, 2017, the remains were positively ID'd as Rory Hash, and her unborn baby was never discovered. Um, Rory had a troubled childhood, as I said, but she really cleaned herself up in the last year or so before her death. Apparently, this pregnancy was, like, another, like, big motivator for her to, like, stay on the right path, which is why I think she was going to that youth center, because it was, like, one of those, like, counseling outreach type centers. Mm -hmm. Um, so this left the family and the investigators sort of scratching their heads looking for leads because she didn't really have any known enemies. Uh, she wasn't hanging around these quote unquote bad people anymore. And there was no serial killers in the area that we know of. Dun, dun, dun. And, um, the case slowly started growing cold because they just didn't really have anything to go off of. Did you just see that? No. My lights just started flickering. Between that and the giggling child, I'm about to hang up on you. <laughs> yeah, for reference, you guys, I stepped away from the the mic for a minute, hot minute, and I came back, and Holly was like, "Was that your child giggling, or like, what was that?" And I'm like, "My child's like asleep. Like, I don't know what you're talking about." So yeah, there was a. I swear to God, there was a giggling child. I thought because she had just put the baby to sleep, so I was like, "Oh no, he woke up again." And then she's like no (laughs) no so this is another fun night for us Uh, it's not my basement for once though so yay yay Uh, (laughs) and there's the attic above my head right now so it's going great imagine it just opens (laughs) i would literally shit myself (laughs) 
<laughs> nope, 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 nope. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, so the family, that's okay. The family kept a Facebook page running where they asked for any tips to be directed to the Durham police, but nothing really came of it. Uh, fast forward to December 29th, 2017. A local plumbing company received a call to help unblock some pipes in an old home in the heart of downtown Oshawa. Uh, two plumbers named Sean Farndon and Jeremiah Wildeboer arrived at the house, which was like, it's like a duplex. So it's like one old house, but it was multiple apartments in the home, which is also a very popular thing in Ontario right now. Um, when they walked into the apartment that had called for their services, a horrific odor punched them in the face. Uh, they noticed that the toilet had been like moved from the spot and it looked as if the the tenant was trying to like dig whatever it was out himself like he had like materials like he was i don't know a fucking coat hanger or something was it him Um, who called or like the other person it was him that called okay yeah um at least that's what i read i honestly i have no idea uh I'm pretty sure it was him. Uh, the whole time the plumbers were working, the tenant like hovered over their shoulders and would ask them like what they thought was wrong, how long it was going to be, just being generally like annoying. Um, they couldn't find the exact source of the problem, so they Not moved suspicious from- at all. Not suspicious. No. Um, so they moved from the basement apartment to the main floor apartment, and the tenant followed them. He was pa- pacing back and forth at this point, and. Uh, they were like in the the bathroom on the main floor at this point and they couldn't clear the blockage from there so they moved to the kitchen on the main floor and he followed them right behind them uh when they started snaking the pipes a strange substance came out uh the plumbers noted the pink matter had long hair on it and they froze they are much braver souls than i because instead of screaming bloody murder and running for their lives they put the items from the drain in a plastic bag and didn't answer the tenant when he yelled that's so gross what is that uh they sent a picture of their findings to their boss and told the tenant they'd have to come back the next day with larger equipment and then they left when they left the apartment they dialed 911 like in the driveway I'm really, really glad that, like, these people were smart enough to do that. I literally would have ran, like, you know in cartoons when there's, like, smoke coming behind yeah. you? And, like, would, your legs are just... I, in that moment, I wouldn't know if I'd be freaking out because I just found, like, a human body part. Or the fact that I'm in the same room with someone who possibly killed that person. I think it's a good, healthy mix of the two. Like, I think both would... I'd be, like, dry person. heaving over whatever was in yeah. the pipe and also, like, scared for my life at the yeah. same time. It'd be a mess. I'd like, cry. They're... The only weapon I'd have to fight for my life would be me vomiting on them. Literally, projectile vomit is all I have at yes. this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a constable named Constable Kevin Park arrived outside of the house and the plover... The plovers. The plumbers gave him the shopping bag containing what he described as a, quote, flesh like substance the officer couldn't say for sure if it was human but he was sketched out enough that he entered the home to question the tenant 45 year old adam strong answered the door to, for the officers who began with the obvious question what were you trying to flush down the drain adam replied quote okay you got me the gig's up it's a body if you want to recover the rest of her it's in my freezer i still Just- can't fucking believe you did that i said that just like they didn't they didn't press him they didn't there was no like threats of any kind he was just like eh go get her like it was very nonchalant um so not 
entirely sure if what they were hearing was real. They arrested him on the spot and their investigation began. It's kind of like a backwards case. Like they knew who the murderer was, but they had no idea who he murdered or when it happened or anything. They're just like, well, this guy just said he killed someone and that's all we've got so far. Yeah. Um, so they took him into custody for questioning and started searching his apartment. Like he said, there were remains found in the freezer. Investigators also discovered a large hunting knife with human blood on it. Two sets of human blood. And said human blood was also found, like, splattered all over the walls of the apartment. Again, two sets. Um, the remains found in the freezer, in the pipes, and one of the sets of DNA from the blood matched 18-year-old Rory Hash. The second set of blood had a match as well, a 19-year-old woman named Candace Fitzpatrick, who disappeared from Oshawa in 2008. Uh, like Rory, Candace was having a hard time with drug, addi- a drug addiction, and uh, she frequented the same youth center that was literally, like, down the street from Adam Strong's apartment. Yeah. So he he targeted these girls. He knew... He was kind of hoping that they didn't have, like, family. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, it's a a youth outreach center. These people have, you know, issues with drugs, homelessness, you name it. Like, that's what it's for. So he preyed on, quote, unquote, weak people, which is what makes me, I think, so mad about this case. Yeah. Um, um, So police could not wrap their head around how Candace's DNA was found almost 10 years after she disappeared, just by chance. I'm going to go ahead. That baffles me so much. Like, do you just, like... Yeah, he he's just gross. He's literally gross. Um, the landlord in an interview said that she had like never really gone down there, and then one day she went to go down there to like I don't know check shit out, and it was just like garbage everywhere, like hoarder situations. Disgusting. So literally, he just had like ten year old blood in mm-hmm. his apartment. Um, it's fucked up. So graphic warning here in an autopsy investigators found that rory had been sexually assaulted and adam's dna was found on the body she had several brutal injuries including two skull fractures candace's body was never discovered just the traces of dna that sort of helped them close her case um so it was one of those kind of like what's what's it called where they're like dead but they haven't found the body there's a word for it i'm not remembering dead um, but not found the body that's... yeah we're just gonna summarize it as that um did so not, because do you not say what happened to her no he never did a fucking asshole yeah he never did um i'm gonna assume it's similar to what happened to rory probably because the fact that he even attempted it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so because this case wasn't nuts enough they had to pause the investigation for a bit because they found a homemade pipe bomb in the home uh luckily they got rid of it and it didn't go off but like what the fuck is wrong with this guy um So while all of the science stuff was going down, Adam was sitting with the police for questioning. Um, I personally have no desire to watch the videos because he just grosses me out. Like Mm -hmm. he's very like nonchalant about everything. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have emotion and I don't like it. Um, But there are videos out there. If you want to look them up, just Google Adam Strong. Um, But judging by the quotes I found, uh, like I said, he sounded like a smug prick the entire time. He starts off by saying, quote, I understand I'm in a lot of trouble. Mm, no shit Sherlock (laughs) investigators try to start the questioning right away but Adam had the balls to say he wanted to make a deal in exchange for quote spilling the beans on the murders he wanted to be quote as comfortable as I can in jail not like a hundred thousand dollars like Picton referring to Robert Picton Mm -hmm. um, but like an allowance I don't know like internet access I don't have anybody who's gonna buy me a TV end quote what the fuck I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I won't watch it, but I saw these quotes in an article and I was like, this is why I won't watch it. Because uh, I will punch a hole through my screen. That's <laughs> um, fucked up. What a piece uh, of shit. <laughs> he's like, he just has no remorse. Yeah. He's like completely like blank when he talks. He's just like, eh, about everything. I hate him. I'm mad. I hate um, him. <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, so police hold their ground and tell him to get bent and start talking. And Love so that. he did. Uh, he, he Apparently in a direct quote, they said, quote, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> so he admitted pretty easily to the murder and dismemberment of Rory Hash. Uh, when he spoke of the disposal of the body, he said, quote, try to. But unfortunately, it was foiled by inadequate plumbing. And that's freaking that's a freaking shame for me, is what he said. So he tried to get rid of the evidence by putting it down his toilet then it got clogged and he's like wow i can't take a shit anymore so let me call the plumber yeah and he's literally like poor me that this happened um when they asked him about the second set of dna that they had found he seemed pretty surprised uh he told investigators he was mad that the knife tied him to his second murder because he actually meant to clean it up but quote that's a procrastination factor that fucked me all i had to do 10 years (laughs) 10 years all i had to do was boil the knife dna doesn't work once it's cooked but it took him 10 years to muster up the courage to boil the knife i guess what the fuck what the fuck yeah he literally is just like man i can't believe i got caught this is the worst ever not oh my god i murdered two very young girls like um so when they asked why he did it he brought up his own troubled childhood no one cares uh yeah literally (laughs) i'm gonna talk about it because i have to because true crime uh he claims he had all of the telltale signs of a serial killer he quote suffered with violent fantasies and he enjoyed killing small animals um there's one article where it talks about how he specifically loved killing woodpeckers as a child which is like first of all how the fuck are you gonna catch a woodpecker yeah (laughs) like um so he told investigators that he was sexually assaulted by a female babysitter when he was four and uh, that's when this like strange and violent uh behavior began uh he said he really started to peak around age seven um so whether or not this is true i i don't think that excuses his disgusting interview with police like i don't to me he didn't show any remorse and he was more concerned with you know making sure he got a five-star fucking hotel in prison than saying oh shit sorry i did this yeah so to me that's like you know you were wrong yeah exactly like whatever there's a uh what's the word i'm looking for like a mental health claim or something in one of these cases it comes down to did they know in that moment that whether or not what they were doing was right or wrong yeah and i think he knew that it was wrong therefore he's just making I don't, excuses yeah i don't think do i think his background led to him being fucked up yes but i don't think that's like a admissible in court for me judge holly yeah Uh, his trial began in september of 2020 and if i remember correctly it took fucking forever because of covid they had to like postpone appearances i think there was some like virtual like showing up on a webcam type of stuff yeah i'm Um, pretty sure um are you i don't know if you mentioned it but i'm pretty sure rory's mom had to be on video because she actually got covid oh i didn't know that no i knew covid i saw I saw it was like her parents attended virtually, but I didn't see the reason. That's horrible. I hope yeah. she's okay. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. But um, that's why she couldn't attend. I couldn't imagine like the poor family. Like, not only like is this whole thing happening, but it's just like, ooh, we got to push back your justice because COVID. Yeah, like that must have been such a bad time for them. Um, but now so we the can piece... virtually like tell people that they're going away forever. Yeah, that's great. 
it's great um so the piece of shit pled not guilty for some insane reason uh but was charged anyways because at least someone in the courtroom had a brain um adam strong was charged with a first degree murder conviction for the killing of rory hash and sentenced to 25 years for the death of candace fitzpatrick he was given the lesser charge of manslaughter due to like the lack of body and evidence but like everyone knew he did it yeah. kind of thing um so he was sentenced to 18 years for that murder to be served concurrently with his 25 year term so it's 25 plus the 18 okay good um a direct quote i do this a lot because a lot of people say things more eloquently than i can so a direct quote from medium.com writer nikki young quote the really crazy part about this story is that he wasn't on the police radar they weren't even remotely looking for him in any relation to the disappearance of these two women or anyone else and if it weren't for his mistake of trying to flush body pieces down the toilet he very likely would have gotten away with it and who knows there may be more victims out there it's true it's true no one would have ever tied him to these two women. He, they didn't even tie him to any crime whatsoever. I don't think he even had a record of any kind. And if he did, it was petty charges. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Um, so he literally fucked himself. Yeah, literally. They had. They would have never knocked on his door had he not clogged the pipes. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. Um, so he he's actually well known in in our area where we live Mm -hmm. um i know quite a few people that knew him uh i know you know people that knew him we have a mutual friend who was actually questioned by the cops was he questioned yeah because crazy recently like when it happened had texts between him and it was just kind of like oh yeah because they they were friends they were legitimate friends and it's like yeah and i believe I'm going to put believe and allege and all that so I don't get sued. I believe Adam Strong sold drugs as well. Yeah, that's Um, why. That's how this mutual friend knows him. (laughs) So that's that's how a lot of people I know know him, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was like, and from what I've heard from from everybody who like, you know, I know someone who knows someone kind of thing is like no one expected it. Like Mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, he's fucking weird. But he worked at like a gas station. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's a very like chilling story um my someone i work with knows the landlord that owns the home and it's just this like poor sweet old lady yeah and they want to like tear her house down and she's like please don't tear my house down like Like, what am i gonna do yeah like it's not her fault but like you gotta understand the sentiment of like you know it's it's a quote-unquote house of horrors yeah at that point i'd be like fucking take it i'm leaving bye (laughs) yeah so yeah that's uh welcome to our home home not town region i guess it's yeah, so fucked up yeah stuart was we were just talking about that the other day because um we were talking about his conviction and yeah uh, because of the this mutual friend and it's just like it's i i forgot about it i honestly did and it's just crazy to know that you're friends with someone who was friends with a fucking murderer yeah it's and like, did something uh, that like it's it's i don't want to say it's different than like knowing somebody that was like shooting people but like someone who like took the time to murder someone and then chop them up and find places to hide all of their body parts yeah that's and fucked. and you know, graphic warning remove a fetus and you know what i mean it's whoa it's like the sadist- yeah because they, they couldn't find it was like an empty how far along was she i was it mentioned i want to say it was like 13 weeks mm. like it was very early that's still um, really fucked yeah that uh, means but you like at that point like you don't show so she would yeah. have had to say something to him 
Yeah, so he uh, he told so investigators questioned him and they were like, "What did you do with the fetus or whatever?" And he's like, "She wasn't pregnant." And they're like, "We know for a fact she was pregnant." He's like, "I'm telling you, I took her apart. She wasn't pregnant." So oh, I don't. God, sorry, I should have put another graphic warning there. Um, but I don't know if he is. I mean, he's not medically trained, and if the the baby was so small, like he very well could have not seen it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think he's just trying to escape another murder charge to be honest <laughs> i was gonna say he should have been charged with because i think he should have 12 weeks it's like considered i'm surprised viable. he wasn't yeah i'm surprised he wasn't he should have been that's fucked he should have what a piece of shit yeah we hate him we don't like him well obviously i hope no one likes him because what the fuck <laughs> yeah what's interesting is like you know all of these like people who know him and all of that stuff not one of them have defended him no. You know what I mean? Like, you know how there's always that one who'd be like, he could never. There's not. There's not. Everyone's like, I yeah, know. He definitely fucking did it. Yeah. Like, our mutual friends, like, honestly, I'm not that surprised. Yeah. So it's like, fucked. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was. Um, I'm sorry. It's a really dark one this week and lots of graphic warnings, but an interesting case nonetheless. Yeah. Thanks, Stuart, for that reminder. Thanks, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's so fucked up. Should we get spooky well kind of spooky it's not really spooky but i just thought it was fucked up like i forgot to tell you uh when you text me was it last night yeah to tell me what you were doing i had already planned that social media post today that's and, so like didn't even yeah. yeah i didn't even so if you saw our post on friday then you know what this episode's about <laughs> yeah it's just that's how our brain waves work that's just we're actually connected by the brainwave at are. this point. Like we have, we share one thought. It's that we each have half a brain cell. So. Yeah, that's exactly it. We're one whole brain cell. Yeah, that's just what happened, guys. Um, but today, so I'm gonna, as Holly said, it's kind of like a cult, sort of. Um, but it's so back and forth. So like, hopefully, I've channeled my, channeled, channeled my <laughs> inner Holly, and I've like done it justice because it's kind of like there's no. There's nothing to really go off of it. I just thought it was so fucked up. Um, so in 2012, Danielle Harkins was a literacy teacher working at Leal Man Neighborhood Family Center in Florida. Um, at the time... Fucking Florida. Fucking Florida, man. <laughs> and at the time, she like by that point, she was working there for about four years. Uh, she seemed pretty normal and was actually a popular teacher at this center. The center's administrator, Carolyn Chance, is reported saying that Danielle was, and I quote, a very good teacher, literacy specialist, very intelligent, and she was very skilled. So she'd probably make fun of us, Holly. (laughs) She hates us. She hates us. Um, So Danielle was also going through a divorce at this time from her husband, George. Uh, Danielle and George have two children together. And at the time, so in 2012, of their divorce, their kids were four and three years old, so pretty young. Um, Apparently, the divorce was pretty messy and the marriage was extremely toxic. Uh, Danielle had previously tried to take George to court over a domestic dispute, but it was dropped. But there's not much else to say about that. That's just what happened. Yeah. Um, And then their divorce was finalized on June 1st, 2012. Remember when we were all supposed to die in 2012 on the birthday? <laughs> I keep seeing posts that's like we actually did, and this whole like COVID thing is just like hell. <laughs> yeah, we're just in like a sim world now. <laughs> uh, so during her divorce, she apparently started to get into religion. Um, so Danielle's neighbor, Lisa Cope, um, had said that Danielle stopped by her home one day and just to tell her that she was okay, like going with the divorce, that she was okay and that she didn't have any demons and 
Lisa was like, okay. sick. Sometimes my Danielle just randomly shows up and tells me that, too. Yeah. No demons today, Holly. <laughs> you um, know that um, the pug, Bones or No Bones? Have you seen yes, that? Yes, yes. Demon or No Demon? Yeah. <laughs> Today's the day for No Demons. It's a No Demon Day. Yeah. <laughs> See, Danielle's are just psycho. It's just what happens. <laughs> but we love them. I mean, not this one. I don't fucking listen to Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, so on June 9th, 2012, Danielle was working with a group of teens when she told them they all had demons inside of them. Mm. Yeah. She said they needed to free themselves from their demons. She told these, I think there was about seven students, um, to meet her near St. Uh, Petersburg Pier at dusk. And they all happily met her there. What the um, fuck? <laughs> yeah. They were really stoked about it. Get rid of these demons, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> so they all met and they noticed Danielle had started a fire. Danielle again explained, again, full of fucking demons. Um, including herself, they needed to perform a cleansing ritual. Uh, she told them she had to cut them, open them up to release these demons, and then she would cauterize the cut. So she would either cut them or they would cut themselves. According to the police, there was, and I quote, some some chanting, and then there was dancing around a fire when it was taking place. What the fuck well, is Yeah, happening? it's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, your teacher in high school just comes up to you and be like, yo, you got demons. You got demons. Meet me here at 7 o'clock. We're dancing around the fire. Like, it's just nuts. That these Mr. Beatty. Are... <laughs> <laughs> imagine him listening to this. He'd be like, fuck, guys. <laughs> you would be the one. You, you would. would. <laughs> you would. Um, he probably doesn't even remember who I am because I never went to his class, so it's fine, Mr. Beatty. <laughs> Um, so one student um, cut themselves, and then Danielle tried to use a lighter to cauterize the wound. Ew. Um, yeah, but there was wind, so it kept blowing the lighter out. So she's not going to use the fire <laughs> she made, because that's the dancing fire. She's going to use a lighter. Why yeah. am I gagging? She's <laughs> a cauterizing wound. Like, oh, it looks so gross. So Danielle thought of the next best thing. She poured perfume on the cut and then used the lighter and lit them on fire. This caused second-degree burns. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the kids apparently didn't want to, like, participate, but they wouldn't say no. So Danielle was kind of like, let me just slash your fucking throat. So what the Danielle, fuck? <laughs> yeah, slashed one of the students with a broken bottle. So she cut them in the neck, like, in the throat. She then used a heated key to close the wound. Yeah. What so she didn't, she didn't go for perfume. She's like, it's too close to your jugular. Let's heat up a key. Um, so the fucked up thing about this is, like, she basically started this cult. Don't know what it's called, what it's about, but she started it. Um, and the students were, like, about it. Like, they wanted to be there. They wanted to go through with this. What the fuck? It, was, it, was it a religious school? Like, um, a Catholic school? I don't think so, no. It's no? just a family cool. center. Yeah. Um, oh, right, right, right. It's not even a school. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these students again were all about this all of them participated and they were like extremely loyal to her like no one would have found this out like what happened because no one went and told anybody except one of the students happened to text their friend saying what happened so after this ritual the kids went home again didn't say shit to their parents or anything just like a normal night like hey mom what what's the fuck like, what's that cut on your throat nothing mom bye like what the fuck so one what? of the like i said one of the students ended up texting their friend about the ritual and that friend had a fucking brain and told that kid's parents about it and their parents called the police because their parents were like what so basically i feel like this whole the whole audio on my side is me just like making like shocked sounds and going what the fuck it's because so I, i'm having such a hard time following what's happening yeah it's so <laughs> baffling to me that's why i had it's not really like paranormal but it's just fucked because you don't know anything about it like this is it this is the story so 
again, these parents called the police. No one would have found out if this person didn't text their friend. So on June 12, 2012, Danielle Harkins was arrested. But what's weird, again, is like no one knows what happened prior to this ritual and how Danielle gained the student's trust. And we don't exactly know what happened that night because these students were so loyal to her that none of them spoke to police about it and they refused what to talk the about fuck? it. Yeah. I feel like she had been like talking to them about it for like it wasn't like a spur of the moment thing. Like no. she had to have been talking to them for like a while about yeah, this. Definitely. She definitely lured them in somehow and to this day no one knows how. So these students were so loyal and because of this the case was really going based off of like speculation of what happened. Um, there isn't much known to how Danielle groomed these kids into making them believe that she was like sane with saying these things. Um <laughs> The students only told police about what happened to two of the kids, that the one was burned and the other one got cut in the neck. Um, police still aren't sure if there were any other kids harmed, as again, no one would speak about this the blood ritual that they were involved in, and no one knows if anything happened prior to this ritual, because I'm sure there was. If this is, like, the first step, like, it's fucked, and you're just like, this yeah. is fine. No, something had to lead up to that. Um, but Danielle was charged with one count of child abuse and one count of aggravated battery. Um, she was put on leave without pay, (laughs) not fired, (laughs) not fired, but, um, and her bail was set at 55k. Uh, police were hoping that with Danielle being arrested, that the students would feel safe to speak to them, um, because, um, of this like blood ritual happening again we're sure more that ha- happened prior to that but again still no one spoke even with her like what the fuck with her being arrested the one there's one kid i think his name was steven or something um said that like i'm fine i just know that she's behind bars and that's all they would say that's all he would say so did, did she like terrify them or is it like a loyalty thing or I, is it both no idea no one knows no one wow. will talk about it Yep. This is a head scratcher. Did you find any like Reddit things like no. people talking about it? No, no. no. Wow. I'm sure there's some out there, but I suck yeah. at Reddit. So here we are. Um, I would love to see where the kids are today. Same. So in 2014, Danielle was released from prison and just dropped off the face of the earth. So Danielle was involved in like the domestic dispute, which like led to divorce, which is like a boiling pot of like extreme mental trauma. Yeah. Um. So imagine if she went to therapy instead of turning to religion. She probably would still be teaching and not cutting demons out of people. I'm just saying. Oh, that was a real ugly laugh because that was real funny. <laughs> but like, these kids could have been saved from being burned and like cauterized if she just I went just, to therapy. I just don't understand how like, I know people who are super, super, super religious mm-hmm. and not like this. Do it positively. How does it become this? Like mm-hmm. what... What causes this? Like, why do some people associate religion with absolute batshit craziness? No, like, how does this happen? <laughs> and apparently they're, like, the school, like, the administrator said that she was finding religion through her divorce. Like, it was no... So that's kind of when this all started, was during the divorce, which was the same year that this, yeah. this ritual happened. And, but no, like, things about demons were ever mentioned. Which is, like, in some, I don't know if it's all religions but a lot of them say that like when you go through something like this you kind of have to like exercise those demons out yeah but i think she just took it literally 
I also wonder, so we know of at least one domestic dispute, Mm -hmm. uh, if she were hypothetically, like, being mentally abused by her her ex-husband like she could have just been in that state of mind you know what i mean and then with the divorce and with everything and then she found religion it just like jumbled up in her head you know what i mean like Like, pushed her over to that edge i don't want to defend what she did but like i i just want to know why (laughs) right and like what made her so like intriguing for these kids to be like so loyal because like even with her being arrested, they still didn't say anything. Yeah. They said she was a great teacher. So I wonder if it was just that, you know, she had been their teacher for so long. She was already on, like, a friendly level with them. Mm-hmm. They trusted her, you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, it just spiraled, I guess. But I also wonder how much of it was, like, fear. Like, did she tell them, if you say anything, I'll set yeah. the demons on your family? You know what I mean? Like, Do you think that maybe she was... I don't know how long she was together with her husband, but maybe, like, I know if you're, like, with your spouse for so long that you inherit some of their traits. Heck so yeah. maybe he was, like, manipulative. So then she kind of inherited oh, that trait. So then when possible. She, and then she just didn't realize. So, like, when she's going through that, she's, like, being able to manipulate these children into, like, believing this shit. And they think oh, it's Oh, so right. there'd be, like, a sense of, like, getting your power back and yeah. getting your... feeling like you're in control of something when everything else around you is very much out of control there's so many aspects to this i want to know more and was she (laughs) actually like starting a cult like is that a thing yeah what if no one what if that kid never spoke like how how far would this have gotten right would some have died someone probably would have died and it would absolutely i believe that yeah totally escalated this is a this is a noodle scratcher right i'm just so like it's like it baffled me it randomly popped up on my social media and i was like really (laughs) what the ball sacks i love when that happens when you see something you're like i want to talk about that yeah maybe she was like possessed they're spooky wow oh that's another one possessed yeah um you reminded me speaking of cults uh for those who remember the amy carlson case from a few episodes ago i don't know what episode it was yeah, it wasn't too long ago uh they finally released her like cause of death and everything um it was the result of alcoholism anorexia and silver collodial pills collodial collodial silver pills so she was taking the silver pills that had been spoken about in that article that i read yep. i mean i'm not surprised so she did not ascend onto a higher plane she unfortunately passed away of her uh mental illnesses i guess yeah definitely they yeah just caught they, they did they did deem it like a natural death really yeah interesting that's not natural yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry that's they, not they natural. deemed it they deemed it natural so like no one i mean i think the people who are being charged are being charged with like moving the body and whatnot but that's it they didn't there's no manslaughter there's no murder there's no that's fucked yeah i don't I want to go that naturally like, i'll tell you what <laughs> i still want to be wrapped in christmas lights when i die so absolutely like, i'll fucking turn you into a tree thank you <laughs> star on top and everything but like the little ornaments on my ears yeah oh my god i love it oh this is so topic you could totally fucking uh edit this out but I'm, I'm getting my ears pierced i did it i booked an appointment you don't have your ears what i do but they've been so fucked up for so long that i just let them closed oh um, case, like your main hole your main yeah hole? my main holes Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> She, uh, she were using like titanium jewelry because apparently it's like the least allergenic. Yeah. So she's going to re-pierce them. We're going to put the titanium in while it's healing. And then she said, maybe try switching them out, but keep the titanium in as long as I can. Okay. But yeah. Cool. December 27th. I'm 
yes. a five-year-old getting my ears pierced. Uh, you could edit this out. I just thought of it because of what no, we were talking about. <laughs> are you going to space them? Let's space our ears. No. Oh, God, no. Aww. I've never wanted to do that. Of all the, like, quote-unquote body modifications that I have, spacing was never... I just want to do it to the point where, like, you can take it out and it'll heal. I like the cute wee little ones. Yeah, but that's it. I just want to do I that. don't know. I don't like. I don't like pain as much as, like, my tattoos would let people believe. So... Yeah. I don't know. It just—it's never been my thing. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna do—I'm gonna do two, two in each lobe. I'm gonna try to do that. four in one day. Love I'm that. excited because I wear my cartilage all the time, and then yeah. I just don't have anything else. It looks silly. Whatever this piercing is, I still have it. Like I, I have it when I got the rook with. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah I whatever still have mine. Is. Yeah. So yeah, now that you have that useless information that no one needed. <laughs> Guys, it's the year for year for ear piercings. I was like, the year for year. Beer ear piercings. The year for year. Love it. Your <sighs> friends? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. This whole cult thing just has my whole fucking brain to bush. Art, yeah. I can't wrap my head around it. Like, fuck, Danielle, why are you such a psycho? God. Yeah, um, Danielle. Yeah, fuck. Danielle's are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um come hang out with us on instagram it's a spooky hour podcast we have twitter at spooky hour and our email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com if you emailed in spooky's tales we have seen them i'm lazy i will reply eventually probably not i love you um, <laughs> i have a child and it's hard but i have read them so we we know we know that they do we have enough for an episode we do Ooh. i think we do Ooh. Yeah. It sounds like a Christmas present coming. Say, Merry fucking Christmas, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks to you. <laughs> and stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.